Welcome to Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny Fuentes, a podcast about dating, marriage, and sex, where we break it down, keep it real, and unashamedly go there. Our goal is to foster a space that welcomes you to have conversations with us regarding these topics. And since we believe in seeking the truth about these topics, we guarantee to keep a biblical perspective in all things related. So go ahead and grab your favorite drink and or put those earbuds because it's about to get real. Hey guys. Welcome back. How's everybody doing? Hope y'all are doing great. Yes, this is Dear Husband, Dear Wife with Danny and Jenny. I am Danny. And I'm Jenny. And we are the Fountains. And we are the Fuentes. The Fuentes. Slash Fountains. <laughs> well, um, last week's episode, we spoke about not losing ourselves. How do we not lose ourselves keeping our uniqueness and our identity in marriage? Um, or in dating, right? In this, episode, we're go- in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to balance marriage in a season of busyness. Because eventually, guess what? You do get busy. Life kicks in. Yeah. Work, school for mm-hmm. some, you know, two jobs for some to make ends meet. So how do we stay balanced in our marriages? And yeah, that's what we're going to yeah. be talking about. Yeah. So take it away, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I want to first and foremost say, like, I remember when we first got married, Denny was going to school. I was working and Denny was looking for a job, too, at the same time. And he was working at Costco and then doing school. And, you know, I was working as a teacher at a preschool and I would stay really late to like 6 p.m. And then if you are from the L.A. County area, you know, the 405 tends to be so backed up and so um, not congested. Your, congested. There we go. Not your friendliest um, freeway or highway, as some of you may call it. But that would kind of sometimes bring me at home and put me at home around 7 p.m. Yeah. And Danny would have to be at school or doing school or homework. And so the question became, How would we stay balanced, right? And he was working at Costco, meaning there were some weekends where he was actually working when it was when I had a little bit of downtime. And this was within our first year, uh, first, yeah, first year and a half of marriage where it was just constantly go, go, go. And I would say it was the hardest probably to begin with because we had just gotten married. Mm -hmm. Um, I also remember... um Right, like literally right when we got married, um, we were both working for a nonprofit organization. Um, technically, it was graveyard shifts that Jenny and I were doing. Oh, yeah. And then we uh, we got married, and then Jenny started applying for uh, teaching jobs. Yep. And eventually, she got hired, but I was doing graveyard shift. During this time... Um, we were both still living with her parents, and I mean, it was literally, you know, both our schedules were completely inside out, um, where, you know, while she was at work, I was at home asleep uh, because I had to work the graveyard shift. So by the time she got home from work, I was leaving. And so when I would get home from work, she was leaving. So technically, we wouldn't see each other until the weekend. 
Um, but even the weekend was very, very difficult for me because um, when I was going into work Friday night, I was coming out Saturday morning, but I wanted to take advantage of that time to be with Jenny since we had just gotten married. So I technically would stay up a regular day on Saturdays and I wouldn't go to bed till Saturday night. So I was really pushing it being that I would go, you know, if you do the math, I would sleep during the day on Thursday and then up all night Thursday night into Friday morning and then it was just my sleep schedule was just crazy <laughs> and I was always throwing it out of out of rhythm because again if I wanted to spend some time with Jenny that meant that I had to sacrifice some sleep so that I can be with Jenny otherwise we were never we would never see each other so you know that didn't last very long because obviously I wasn't healthy uh, since we were just married yeah and I started looking for another job, but I mean, it was just pretty intense. Yeah, it was it was a really hard season. And I think within our first year of marriage, we learned that we had to make the effort to really be intentional about spending time together and about being committed to each other, even in the midst of sleepless nights or even in the midst of busyness. And I would say it was probably really hard, but we, we not probably, it was hard. And we started... I am, well, I am the person who likes to be very intentional of like planning and stuff like that. I'm the planner in the family. Danny's more of the Lucy, Lucy Goosey. Is that what mm -hmm. you say? Lucy That's Goosey when say. it comes to um, planning. So I, I knew that both of our love languages was quality time. And so we needed to spend time together because if not, I was feeling the distance and so was he. So what we did is, like Danny said, you know, he made the sacrifice of staying up on Saturdays with me. And even on Sundays, you know, I would try my best to be intentional in letting him sleep, but also spend some time with him and eating meals and catching up and what it what it looked like for us to be able to catch up. Now, when he started going to school and we would get his weekly schedule, we would see where we could fall together to make sure that we were intentional in having dinners. You know, sometimes that meant Danny would cook dinner. Sometimes that meant I would cook dinner when he was studying. And we always were intentional in making sure that we spent at least, at least about an hour to an hour and a half together. And what that consisted of was sharing a meal, eating a meal, and Usually, um, by that time, we were watching a lot of, um, oh, my gosh, what's that Miami dude, the orange head one? Oh, um, CSI Miami. CSI Miami. <laughs> yeah. And we would watch an episode of CSI Miami, and then we would kind of just cuddle and relax and kind of catch up, see how the day had been. And then Danny would go back to doing school. And mm -hmm. I would just, you know, clean the house or clean the kitchen, I mean, and really just get ready for the next day and repeat again. Now, if Danny was working on the evenings, then that meant I had a lot of alone time by myself and I just had to be very intentional when he was around on the weekends. And so, yeah, it was really, really hard balancing marriage within the first year and a half. Uh, and then we moved up to the Santa Barbara area and things just shifted. Things shifted because by the grace of God, about a, a, about how many how many months or years were you at El Rancho? Uh, 
That grocery store was only for half a year? Yeah, so like for six months. So the first six months that we were in Santa Barbara, it was, again, just being intentional, like, of our time. But then things shifted, and then Danny got a regular 8 to 5 p.m. job, and I was teaching. And so then we started setting up time, like, quality time that we were intentional with each other. Yeah. And then Danny decided to get his master's. (laughs) Well, bachelor's, technically. No, you were still finishing your bachelor's, and then you got your master's when we that's were true, living. Yeah, because you, started your, ma- you <clears throat> started your bachelor's when we were in L.A. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And so Danny decided to go back to school and get his master's, which I was very supportive of it, and I really was very proud of him. So again, for the next year, I would say that he started, because it was a one-year program. It was an intensive one-year program. You know, we were very intentional about setting times to eat dinner, and because he was doing it eight to five, I had to make sure that by the time that he got home, I had dinner ready so that we can actually sit down and eat so that he can get started with school. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting, you know, you, again, you get married and, you know, you, you notice a lot of details, you know, when you're first married. And then again, this, this kind of thing happens to a lot of people and definitely, you know, I've noticed it um, myself, where you kind of just fall into this rhythm of cruise, cruise control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just going without you, you know, it's moving forward without you realizing. But at the same time, there's a lot that you're missing. So, you know, we, I for sure uh, fell into that that rhythm where I just put this, you know, marriage on cruise control, thinking that, oh, it's, you know. It's good. It's going to go on its own kind of thing. And no, I mean, again, life, you know, throws some, you know, curveballs at you. And, you know, for those of you who have careers, all of a sudden, you know, you got you have moments in those careers or you have seasons where it's just really intense, really busy. And then you have other seasons where it's not, you know, and uh, for us, it was kind of like that. You know, I was pretty busy with my school schedule and, you know, I was going to school full time. I was working full time. So it was pretty rough. But obviously, you know, something that we something that something that Jenny definitely made me see was just to build a a pattern of spending time together and to not fall into that constant habit of, you know, you just show up and, you know, and that's it. So, yeah, a couple of episodes behind, we talked about the honeymoon phase, right? And we were talking about how you have to continue uh, building up on that honeymoon phase. Like, you know, it, it, it is by waves and it goes by waves. It, it can die and it, and it will die if we don't nurture it. And Danny and I have been working really hard in our marriage for the last 10 years to be very intentional. I'm reminded of what scripture says, you know, everyone hears this like, um, and though I I really dislike using the word, using 1 Corinthians 13 to talk about marriage because the context of it is about the body of Christ and also about who God is, love. You know, God is love, love, therefore is patient, therefore God is patient, God is kind, you know, whatever. But it also resonates with us, you know. um, 1 Corinthians 13 talks about how love is patient and love is kind. Love does not boast or anything like that. And I think in marriage, you have to practice all of these fruits 
that come to bear. Like I had to be patient with my husband during his season of work and having not very flexible schedules, right? I had to be very patient with Danny when he was going to school because I needed to make sure that we were building in each other. And I was also supporting him in his dreams and, and his endeavors. And I also did not, I couldn't be jealous at the fact that he was doing something for his life. I couldn't be jealous at the fact that he was trying to become and be successful because I knew in his heart and his intentions was to actually be successful, not just for his own sake, but also for the sake of our marriage and our future. So I think when we talk about, you know, keeping balance and making sure that we are constantly sewing into our marriage, we have to take into consideration what are the things that makes your spouse and you happy. So we ended up setting patterns. We moved to Santa Barbara and the truth of the matter is every weekend we were intentional, at least Saturdays. Like Danny was like, I don't want to do school and I want to do not school one day. So that meant during the week he would hustle really hard And then unless necessary on the weekends, he was doing homework. But if he was, we were always intentional in having breakfast out. Like that became our thing. And I would say even till now, mm -hmm. it's like our thing. Like every Saturday, mm -hmm. it's getting out of the house, mostly, mostly every Saturday, getting out of the house and going to one of our favorite local places to go and eat and You know, that creates also like budgeting things, like making sure that we have the money to budget that. And if it we don't have the money, then we are very intentional in making sure that we eat together and wake up together. And so that created kind of like a rhythm. Like Danny said, you know, creating these rhythms, right? Then like we created a rhythm where now every Saturday is the norm for us to spend time together and be intentional in our conversation. And not having phones out, you know, I will say I am in a season recently, or I've been in a season recently where my job's been asking me or not asking me, but my job takes so much out of me energy wise, and also time. And there's weeks where I work about 60 to 65 hours, or I have to travel a lot for work. And that includes weekends, weeknights and whatnot. And so I, Danny and I have learned to become masters at what it is to balance in our marriage and we both are very vocal about it like Danny tells me when he misses me and when it's kind of getting to him and at the same time I tell him when it's when I miss him and it's getting to me yeah um it's again it's a learning experience you know for um for any of you who are married or are close to getting married engaged or you know are are veterans in the marriage in the marriage field um because i don't mean it. we don't have kids and yeah, i can only imagine also like yeah. having kids in the mix is a whole different story too yeah uh definite kudos to all of you families Absolutely. out there with, with children yeah whether uh young or old uh, i mean i think again it's very admirable yeah it, it takes a lot of energy yeah a lot of effort to uh to even have the the simple things yep um yeah yeah it does i guess then you know maybe you are wondering and asking okay well danny and jenny great you guys have found a rhythm like what does that look like right what does it look like for someone who probably doesn't have the time or the finances or anything like that i guess the first thing that i would say is 
Number one, find something that you and your significant other enjoy doing together. Whatever that is. Is it watching mm. movies? Is it watching, yeah. you know, a TV show? Is it reading books together? Is it going for a walk around the neighborhood? Is it, you know, whatever that is. And it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be, you know, two hours or the entire day or half of a day. But find something that mm -hmm. you guys enjoy doing together. It's the first step that I would say to take, yeah. you know, um, and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to, you know, to voice to voice and and extend your your thoughts and opinions again it's it's a learning process there's no specific way to do things mm -hmm. again marriage is going to look different for everyone so what might work for one couple doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for the other couple yeah absolutely and so i think you know it's one of those um concepts where you just have to kind of weigh things out and see how and see how both parties feel when it comes to um being able to to make time for each other yeah i think that's the first step and and then the second step is obviously talking about it or talking about it then finding something that you like doing together i would say mm -hmm. let's reverse those steps right let's talk about it let's voice it saying hey i'm really miss you I forget we sometimes say those, we forget to say the most simplest words, which is, yeah. I miss you and I love you. And the more you say those and in, and really intentionally mean them, they're very powerful. Like, they're so powerful when I get a text message from Danny telling me that he misses me because I'm in a work, you know, trip or stuff like that. And it, it's it's powerful because it, it makes me realize, okay, my husband really cares about me. He loves me and he misses actually being <laughs> in my presence, right? So, um, yeah. like, my presence actually matters to him. So, yes. yeah, I think that those are really important things. So talking about it, you know, finding something that the two of you guys enjoy doing. And I would say number three, actually do it. Schedule it. Mm -hmm. Like, do it. Because sometimes we talk about it. And we find mm -hmm. what we like to do together. But it doesn't happen. Exactly. So. And if it does do it. happen, then it's easily, you know, you're easily distracted by other things. By your so. phones and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So. Yeah. One of the things that I love about Danny is like, he's like, babe, what are you, what are you looking at? What are you doing? You know, and uh, when That's I'm, true. when I, I'm with him true. together and it, it makes me realize, oh, I always, okay, I have to put my phone down. I always tell Jenny, hey, so, so what's on the Instagram world? What's, what's the, what's the thing right now? Yeah. What's, or he'll be like, or he'll be like, what's so important that, that uh, you're on your phone? so captivated <laughs> by this Instagram application. And I know they're like little jabs at me because I'm not focused. I'm not present. Right. So I think those are really important things to take into consideration. I think with technology nowadays, our vote are in our phones being so accessible and i would say this social media being a place where we like to flaunt the good stuff of life right i think you know we can get so lost and distracted by that that we miss out on the most important things uh, in life and i just i i would rather see my husband not through my camera phone like the phone or the camera on my phone um that then sorry what wow no. No cameras. <laughs> I would rather see my husband 
through my personal lens than through my camera phone lens. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. You know, like being present in that place, in that moment, in that time versus trying to transcribe that moment through the phone and in social media. Yeah. If you hear my dog like crying yeah, in the back, sorry, like in the he's in the other bedroom they're, and they're just little weenies yeah. right now. But if you don't, awesome. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I think again, talk about it. Find something that you do like to enjoy together, mm-hmm. and actually do it. Yeah, actually do it. Accountability and, is also good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good to you know to keep things. Um, Keep things balanced, you know. It's again, it's easy, guys. It's very easy, and I I say this from experience because it happens to me a lot. Where it's like, you know, Jenny will come to me and she's like, "Hey, you know, we haven't done this, or hey, I haven't done this with you. I want to do this with you. Let's do this on Tuesday, whatever, right?" And then, like for some apparent reason, it's like the devil hates me. And then that day is just, you know, tons of crap going on left and right at work. Super stressful. I come out late. By the time I get home, like, I don't even want to do the thing that we had agreed to. And so those moments have happened, you know. But for those of you who have experienced that as well, you know, again, it's just, it's understandable. There are going to be some some times where... It's just going to be like, you know what, can we just, you know, change that to another day kind of thing. And then other moments will allow you the opportunity to still do what you want to do with your spouse. Um, but again, it's it's one of those life experience where, um, where we just do the best that we can. And, you know, it's always good to just keep trying. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's the thought that counts rather than the, you know, in the action if if possible yeah and i think one of the biggest things that i want to say is like um the intentionality can be daily weekly um or every bi-weekly you know whatever works with your guys' schedule but being intentional about it you know I, i think sometimes we put the pressure that we have to do it every day or that we have to do it every week right like danny said life will happen there's going to be moments where you know, life's going to throw you some curveballs. You may not be in the mood. You may not be excited anymore. Or something happened at work and it really threw a wrench at you or at school or you have a load of homework to do or whatever, right? Or family emergencies do come up, right? So, you know, there's there's things that are going to be thrown at you, but it's the important thing is to still be very intentional and to be able to really, really just sew in each other and say, okay, tomorrow. Didn't happen today, but tomorrow we're going to do it. Or if not, like putting it in the schedule, I think sometimes is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know friends who actually have like a calendar and they put their date night, their sex day, like all of these things. We have other friends who like... (laughs) Pretty intense. Who, who, um, they have like a specific day that it's like sexy naked day, you know, and yeah, that's real. Guys. And that, that is real, you know, and they're being very intentional Don't about show it. up on Tuesdays in my house. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, yeah. And so like, you know, like there's, there's people who are very intentional about it when we've had the honor and the privilege of walking alongside many couples and older than us and, or 
the same age but married for longer, right? And the truth of the matter is these people know that it takes a lot of work. Yeah. Like a relationship takes work. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. It takes a lot of humility. It takes mm. a lot of hope and a lot of trust in that person to be able to make this successful. And so you have to be intentional in order to be successful in your marriage. Yeah. It's all about being intentional, guys. Finding um, that balance. Mm-hmm. Definitely finding that balance. It's it's important. You know, and I think at the same time also it just it allows both parties to grow. That's the truth. Again, you know, this this life is filled with a lot of distractions, a lot of uh, things that'll keep you entertained. So it's very easy to to lose yourself in those things. Yeah. Um, but I think when you when you dedicate some kind of time, um, regardless of how long, we're not we're not telling you, hey man, it has to be an hour or it has to be at least this amount of time. Whatever that looks like to you, if it means that all you got is a solid thirty minutes. Then you make those 30 minutes count. Yeah. You know? But I think in the end of the day, it's just... It helps It helps uh, to allow growth to take place in marriages. Yeah. Yeah, and last but not least, I think, you know, find your find your group of people. Find, find other couples, you know, and, and walk together in this journey. Ask them questions, you know. And, you know, I think in our first year of marriage... You know, we were part of this small group where it was all couples and like only like two or three single people. Yeah. And that was cool. That was really, really cool. Some of them were married, some of them were engaged, um, mm-hmm. and some were recently married also. And, and it was so awesome to walk alongside them and to realize, oh, okay, cool. We're not the only ones going through this yeah. and we're not the only ones struggling. You you would be surprised as to how well connected you you get when you meet other couples um that are on the same journey as you. Yeah. You know, it's And again, it gives you hope. Yeah, it's again, it's not like you're gonna you're gonna see the exact replica of what your marriage is like. Everyone's marriage is different, but it just feels good to know that there are other couples out there who have experienced the same things that you have or are probably going through some of the things that you've already been through. And to just, you know, to build those kinds of bonds and relationships, uh, definitely, like Jenny said, it gives you hope to to keep, you know, to keep moving forward, to to not, you know, letting your marriage run on its own. And then suddenly you're surprised about the end result. Yeah. So whatever you have to do, I urge you to do it. Um, I don't want to pressure you, but the truth of the matter is your relationship, if it's a healthy one, if you love this person, it's so worth fighting for and it's so worth investing into. And so whatever you need to do to keep that balance, um, yeah, we encourage you to do so, you know. Again, find the balance in your marriage. Find the balance if you have kids within your marriage and your kids. And if you're dating, find the balance when you're dating. And also find the balance for yourself. Because last week's episode was about you know, not losing yourself too. Yeah. So it's it's all, that's why it's called balance, right? Because there's so many factors in place. Mm-hmm. And so take that into consideration as you 
continue to do life with the person that you first fell in love with. Yeah. Yeah. And we just hope that, you know, again, that all of this is somewhat useful. <laughs> uh, we're not perfect. We don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. All, we'll, all, all that we're doing is sharing our story with you guys. So whatever works, take it, make it your own, do with it as you wish. And whatever you think is trash, toss it out. Yep. All right, y'all. That's it. Yeah. Thank you guys for taking some time out of your week or weekend to drip on to drop on by to this podcast. We're grateful, we're thankful. Um I hope that you guys are having a good one out there and if it's been a rough week then I hope and pray for a positive uh week, a better one. Yeah. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful day. Take it easy. Until the next one. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. We really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you really enjoyed hanging out with us too, then we ask you for one simple favor. Go ahead and leave us a review and let us know how we did. We thank you so much and we really appreciate your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Adios.